0: Hi, Katie. How are you? Thank you for coming on the Asian Dating Podcast. I'm so excited to have you. I just feel like I've known you for so many years. Back when I first started the business, I think you were starting yours as well. So this is great that, you know, we come on a Zoom call like 13 years later or 10 years later. And I just feel like we have a lot to talk about. So (laughs) yeah, welcome.
1: I'm serious. You say one podcast, I'm like, I'll be back. We will be back. I'll have you on my podcast. There is so much to talk about and things have changed. COVID has changed things. And and we're doing podcasts now because we're like people need to know these things. And I love that we're both matchmakers. There's so many relationship coaches, dating coaches. We're like, no, 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 no. This isn't about our dating life. This is about hundreds, maybe thousands of people that we've helped. So that's why it's so applicable to everybody. So, happy to be on.
0: Okay. I agree. I agree. I know that we recently we talked about you being in a relationship and now, you know, I'm going to be hitting my 50th birthday coming up. And I just feel like since we've been in the industry for so long now, and I feel like we could date smarter if I were to go back and talk to my 30 year old self or 35 year old, 40 year old self, I would give her really strong, different kind of advice. And I wanted to ask you, knowing what you know now, how would you suggest the 30 year olds date, uh, especially if they wanna have kids? Like what are some of your um, tips that you can share with the audience who are in their 30s now and that are quite stubborn with going out on a date with who I think is a great guy for them to meet, but they won't even give them a chance. So tell me a little bit about what you think.
1: Gosh, what a, what a loaded question. I love it because I think the crazy thing is, is you get 40 year olds too, because they were, they were that stubborn 30 year old. And now they're coming to me, coming to you for help. They're 40, 42. They want to have a kid. They're female. They're big, you know, boss babe. And they did it all. And now they're like, Oh, I forgot. I'm like, girl, you're going to be a 62 year old mom at a graduation, like you've got to laser focus. I just had a client, she's 38, badass doctor. She crying on our first, I mean, I did like some therapy in her coaching because she just had to really get over picking the bad guys, uh, understanding her relationship with her father and how that kept playing out and out. And I'm no therapist, but there's some truth in that. And, and now it's so crazy. But I told her, I said, you got to quit having two offices. She had one in New York and LA because that just sounds so great. I go, it's killing your game. No man wants to put up with that. No man is going to be like, sure, babe, you just keep going back and forth and I'll just hang out by myself on weekends. It's it's really, it's hypothetically, it's cute, but I always say you like the idea of it, but it's not practical in theory. So. You thirty-year-old, especially the ladies, because men have a longer timeline. You've got to get laser focused. And even one of our other matchmakers, Erica, she's like, "Katie, I got laser focused by thirty-five because I knew my timeline was expand, it was declining." And even for these forty-year-old guys that come and like, "Oh, Katie, well, I'm not ready really yet." I'm like, "Okay, you're you two are going to be an old father." And I'm a young mom. I'm 46, three kids, two in college. Like, ah, woo! like we have fun. We go out. Like, I'm a young mom. And it was maybe a little frazzled in the early years, but you've got, you've got to get on it. And when you talk about how you think, you know, you're like, Katie, these are good guys. Listen, ladies, there are such great guys out there. So there's three kinds of guys is what I say, May. There's, you know, the douchebag, the bad boy. Like, I don't know why women are attracted to that. I've done a few, but I learned my lesson. Like if you, if you haven't learned your lesson, shame on you. You know, you pick one and you realize he's a douchebag or He's the bad boy. Okay, lesson learned. Do it again and again. You're, you're the one with the issue. So there's, there's that guy, which I don't even spend time talking about because ish, you know. And then there's two other guys left. And it's the nice guy because ladies seem to think there's just the bad boy and the nice guy. No, right in the center is the good guy. And the good guy could be perceived as the nice guy because he doesn't have quite the edge of the bad boy, but he still has a little edge. He has standards, he has values. He won't put up with your like girly bullshit. He won't, he'll just be like, you know what? You, you don't want to keep showing up, I'm done. Where the nice guy would keep pursuing you and pursuing you. So women miscount the good guy. And I always say the good guy on any podcast, anything I say, it's like the good guy. And you know, a lot of times too, like my boyfriend, he, if you met him, he's kind of quiet. And again, this is where women go wrong. And we're just talking to ladies right now, but you know, every guy who's listening is like, thank you. The good guys are like, thank you. So my boyfriend's kind of quiet. He's not Mr. Gregarious. When he shows up in a room, he's not alpha male. Like I got, I own the room. Hey everybody, I got your bills. He is, he, what I call, and that's the alpha asshole. That's the guy who he might do it with you, but guess what? He does it with everybody else. You're not special. The alpha asshole, you're really not. You you think it's cute? Mm -mm. Girl, he doesn't show up for nothing. But the alpha awesome is the guy who doesn't need to be like that. He quietly walks in a room. He sold his company for 50 million. He doesn't need to be a show off. He doesn't need to drive in the G wagon, even though he could buy five. He's the guy that women think he's a beta. Okay. And he's not a beta. He's actually, and this is where I find interesting. All these women, and you tell me if this is true. they all want a man with a high EQ. Katie, I want, I want an alpha male, but he has to have really good EQ. I'm like, girl, first off, then go, go. I don't know if you watch Therapy Jeff on Instagram, go date Therapy Jeff. Okay. I would never do I mean, Therapy Jeff has a lot of great emotional support. I mean, but I would never date therapy. If shit hit the fan, Therapy Jeff is not like shooting people down and saving your ass. But the women who we work with, they, they're strong alphas usually, and they want this alpha male, but he has to be perfectly in the EQ. And I'm like, oh, these expectations are ridiculous. So that was a, a, a long answer. And only half of the answer, because I actually wrote down some other points too. <laughs> but I mean, these, these 30 year old ladies are a little silly. They think, and it's because, and this is what I think they, I think it's because people talk about manifesting and the list. What do you think of, of when people have, well, I have my list you know, and then they pull it down. It's like a scroll. It's not a list, it's a scroll. <laughs> what do you think of the list?
0: Well, I think it's great to have a list, to have an idea of who you're looking for so you don't waste time. But if he meets 80% of your criteria, give him a friggin' chance. Like, right. who cares? Who cares about the other stuff? Like, oh, I wish he dresses a certain way or I wish he was alpha. Fix that. Like, who cares? Those things you can always... um Fix or always uh, compromise on. Yeah. And I don't mind a list, but it's maybe a few items like they have to want kids, or maybe religion's important or, or core values. Okay. Right. Core exactly values, you
1: got it. Politics nowadays, religion, family, and money habits, all right. core values. Right. They have to align. Right. They have to align. All or your stuff. That- what was that? I said all the other stuff. Like if I can
0: just, um, strangle the woman who won't date a guy who's one inch or two inches shorter than six feet. I mean, like, okay, you're five, two, a guy who's five, six is still taller than you. And
1: so I'm five, two and three quarters. And I only say that because I used to be a Disney character. So they are very specific about your height because of the costumes. Yeah. But my boyfriend is probably five, six on a good day. Let's be honest. He might say he's five, seven, but I don't know. But here's the thing, ladies. He adores me. He freaking adores me. And I've dated tall guys. I actually, don't like tall guys. And I do believe leave the tall guys for the tall girls. I, I think it's bad karma when short girls like oh, I only date tall guys. Girl, you're so silly. And the average male height is five eight. Right. I mean, come on. Like you, you got to focus on someone who's gonna adore you. People are so enthralled about the idea of a great relationship. They don't know how to make relationships work anymore. I mean, I look at how many relationship coaches are on Instagram and how everybody follows them and everybody likes all this stuff. And I'm like, y'all can't even get a first date. right? That's the irony. Like you all are like, oh, relationships. And I'm like, why don't we work at just like being cool and getting a first date? That's and so my thought on the list though, and I don't like people with the list. I had a list when I got married, he meant everything but one and we're still divorced. Right. Okay, so relationships are work, but they shouldn't be hard, is what I tell people. When every time everything is hard, it's not a good fit. Right. But going back to the list, this is what I actually have my clients do. This is what I teach. And it's this idea that instead of the list, you say this to yourself How do I want to be treated by this person? And how does and he you make write, me feel? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's not really fair because your feelings can go up and down. You know, like men can. I think women are crazy and men are stupid. And when I say men are stupid, it's because they're like little puppies. Like they get, you know, how puppies get excited and they pee on the floor because they're excited to see you. Like they're just not thinking. Like men will say things and you're like, were you, did you really just say that? Like they're just not always thinking. Again, it's that EQ. And it's, they're so, this is what you want a trainable man. And I, they hate that word, coachable, whatever. My boyfriend, I'll be like, bro. His EQ is not super great because he's Mr. Alpha Male, kick and butt in the office. Spends sixty hours a week doing what he does well. He doesn't contemplate his feelings when he's signing, you know, twenty million dollar contracts. He looks at the reality. Right. So these are men you want them to come over and be perfect in their EQ. Silly. So he is so teachable. Sometimes I have to explain to him feelings. Like I, one of the things I teach guys, and even my my boys know this. They're like, Mom, we heard your heart. So you could listen all day long, right? Guys can listen to you all day long. You could be sharing, but did they hear your heart? Could they actually hear what's going on inside of you? So I explained that to my boyfriend. I mean, we're going through, we go through stuff and I'm like, you got, you got to understand how women think. The other day we were at this cute pumpkin patch and this song came on and they played it at my mom's funeral. And it was in this one section. It was like an under the sea pumpkin patch and it was a Hawaiian song with ukuleles and I said, "Ah, this is the song they played at my mom's funeral. And then he just kept walking. <laughs> and I was like, bro, get back here and listen to it with me. He just didn't register. He wasn't being mean. He wasn't like, well, I'm leaving. I mean, he didn't have a bad intention in him. He just didn't get it. Yeah. Like, he's just a little stupid, right? That's what I, you know, like to, not to be mean, but. And I just said, sweetie, get back here. We're going to listen to this song and I want to honor my mom in this moment. Yeah, But that teaches him, like he doesn't get out of his car and hug his kids. He like, And I teach him that. I'm like, get out of your car and hug your kids because if you don't hug your kids, who's going to hug your kids? You know, things like this. But so again, it's the idea of how do I want to be treated? So you're creating a standards. This is my standards. This is like, this is how I expect to be treated. And these are the ways I will treat the other person. Now feelings, I'm not a big fan of your feelings come and go. You could be hormonal. I mean, let's, this is why women are crazy because he could be doing everything right. And you're still bitchy at him. I mean, come on, like your feelings, you don't trust feelings, feelings come and go right. Like, Like love is a choice. And I think that's, what's really changing in this environment. Well, you know, and I listened to Esther Perel. I don't know if you ever listened to her. She had a great, she said, the paradigm is changing as to love has to meet my needs. Well, that's not love at all. Love, love gives. And that's where I think people want chemistry because chemistry is about give it to me. You're pleasing to me. You, you turn me on. It's all about me. When people talk about chemistry, oh, it's, it's all for your benefit, right? Right. <laughs> love is to be given away. Chemistry is like, ooh, I like that that's what i like and that's so selfish
0: so how do we how do we
1: give the advice
0: to women like what should we tell them like they obviously still have these lists going on but now how do you make them date smarter
1: okay so these are my four rules for women i got rules for everything but let me just let me just just disclaim this right now because i have three children with straight a's it's because we don't do mediocre in my family and I think that's a huge expectation in dating right now. I call this the daters dilemma. Out of a hundred percent of the people dating, I mean, may you see it in your database. I see it in my database. Eighty percent, I'm like, ugh, boring, low effort on their bios, terrible pictures. I mean, like, really? Could you not hire your child? Hire? Ask a girlfriend? Ask your buddy? I mean, it just—it's eighty percent of people out there are not ready to be dating. They're not physically fit. They're not healthy emotionally, physically. They don't have the money. They don't have the time. All these single moms trying to date and all the guys tell me like, they don't even have time. It's just 80% are, I hate to say it, but like kind of junk. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's the dater's dilemma. So the 20% are quality Mm -hmm. and you got to find it in the 20% now, but you got to become that quality person, right? Gosh, what are we talking about? Chemistry. No, oh, the four things. So this is how I teach women to like get laser focused to find that 20% good guy. So the very first thing you look at, and there's four things, first thing you look at is not chemistry, right? May, we are not counting chemistry because chemistry fades, guys. First off, chemistry is fire. That's not what keeps a fire aflame. It's the embers. The embers are what stick around. Number one thing you look for is effort. His effort is everything. And now we don't pursue him. He pursues us, but we mirror his effort. So we like a guy. You've got to like mirror it back. So if he's giving you a lot, you give him a lot. If he's giving you minimal, you give him minimal. If he's giving you nothing, ladies, give him nothing. Right. Like that's, you know, women are like, well, Katie, you know, should I text him? I'm like, did he text you in the beginning? That man should pursue you. I don't know any woman. My followers, I mean, we're old school. We, we are old school. Men are men. Women are women. That's just the rules. Men hunt. Women receive in the very beginning stages. And look, at the end of the day, like, my boyfriend still better hunt me down. He better work. His effort better be good. And there, there was a, a space in our relationship where he got complacent. Now, being comfortable is okay. Like, comfortable is wearing your sweats on a Friday night, ordering pizza in. You're both kind of tired. That's comfortable. Complacent is lazy. Right. Again, I don't do lazy. My family doesn't do lazy. I ain't going to have no man in my life do lazy on me. Like, oh, you didn't make a plan for our New Year's Eve, and I'm visiting you at your house. Right i make 80 percent of the plans it's the least you could do oh no that's lazy (laughs) so number one ladies look at his effort i mean effort is everything may i just feel like what do you think what's the number one thing you think women should look for
0: well effort is same even in platonic relationships right if you're making friendships at work you want them to ask you to do stuff you want to extend an invitation to do stuff like that's even normal day-to-day relationships with your in-laws, with your best friend, with um, everybody in your life. So yes, effort goes a long way. Like everyone wants to be included. Everyone wants to mm-hmm. feel special, right? Like if you're paying attention to them and spending the effort to invite her out, she's going to reciprocate and invite you out to a different thing. So yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, what's number two?
1: Number two is do you laugh together? I mean, let's let's talk about long haul relationships. I mean, May, you've been through some tough times. I mean, that's 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 deep right there, right? And you like to think that now, maybe not in the midst, but looking back, you can laugh about it. You can go, oh my gosh. I mean, recently I had a bunch of girlfriends. We all went on this, I called it my bougie birthday. We got like a private jet. Somebody gave it to me. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> like in January, I'm like, I want to go to private jet. And then like two weeks later, someone's like, do you want to use this private jet? I'm like, um, hell to the yeah. <laughs> so we do this bougie birthday party. And crazily enough, like we cannot get an Uber to take us back to our hotel. We're all wearing high heels. We're all in our bougie clothes. Dinner was not what I expected. So there's Katie with her expectations up here. So we have to walk back and it's like a mile and a half, but it's dark, it's a crazy road. One of my girlfriend's shoes, her heels were killing her. So she takes them off and then there's cockroaches on the road and I am like horrified. Like, this is my bougie birthday. I planned this for months. I cannot believe this is happening. And I have a girlfriend and she works for Napa, Napa. We were in Napa. She works for NASA, she works for the Navy. Like she's literally creating the submarine for the Navy right now. And she's like, Katie, every day things go wrong in my life because of my job every day every and I'm like oh that's really a because I don't have that kind of life like I mean we we have such a great job it's really it's rare that we have like a an emergency right she's like Katie the submarine has holes in it I'm like oh my god that's like that's a big deal so she gave me such a good perspective she's like Katie you're gonna laugh at this maybe not tonight because you're a little bit like panties in a wad right now because I was all like Not great about it. And she goes, This happens. You got to laugh about it and you're going to laugh later. And now I can look back and laugh. And we took some pictures in the moment of like, I don't know. But um, it's, you just got to be able to laugh and do life, laugh and do life, right? Like you got to be able to do life well with somebody, enjoy the same things. And I know everybody wants like opposites attract. That's just that's shenanigans.
0: Well, I I have a problem with uh women who come to me and they seem pretty boring in the interview and boring on Zoom or whatever. And then they're like, oh I want a guy who's gonna make me laugh. I'm like, but you're not even making me laugh and I'm not having fun with this conversation. Right? Why are you demanding a guy that's right? gonna make you laugh, but you're not funny? Like how are you going to contribute and how are you gonna be witty? How are you gonna create the banter and you know what makes you funny because funny people attract funny people but yeah if you're not bringing stuff to the table you can't just say I want a guy who's going to make me laugh like okay well we all want that guy so how are you going to stand out how how does someone become funny or how does someone have a better personality to attract a funny person
1: you got to go be become interesting don't be boring You got to get curious about life. And you know what? You are so spot on about how boring people are. And women are probably the more boring ones.
0: So well, ladies- I feel like sometimes the women feel like, oh, I'm, I used to be the prettiest girl in the room, so I can still use my looks to attract yeah. men. So what are they going to bring to the table to yeah. make me- Like, they want them to audition for their attention. So right. it's like how- What can we what advice can we give women to be more interesting and to be more exciting for the guys?
1: Well, okay, it's uber true. Like guys nowadays have so many choices. And by the way, there's so many pretty women. Like, so all you pretty women out there, there's lots of you. (laughs) Lots of you. And ultimately, the good guy and lots of good guys have a lot of money. So if you're looking for Mr. well, well to do and financially, you know, sound they want fun in their life. Like I, the three things guys should look for, one of them is fun. Mm-hmm. They want fun women. And honestly, because you know what? They're gonna be fun in bed. Right. And these guys are looking at these girls that are like, mm, so they're, you know, these are the girls that like put their purse, they put their purse in the photo on the table. It's like stupid. Like some of the stuff, like there's no edge to these women. They get, you gotta be a little sweet and a little sassy. Like I definitely have sass in me. People are like, Katie, hey, you from New York? Are you Jewish? Like, what's your deal? I'm like, no, I'm from Long Beach, California. <laughs> But there there has to be some edge to you. And and one of the ways to become a more interesting person, I mean, aside from travel, if you have not really traveled, please, if you just go to all-inclusives all the time, that's not travel. I mean, i lived in China. I've lived in Costa Rica. I raised my kids in China, opened my own restaurant. I was on the next Food Network star as a Disney character. I can literally, I used to work retail, and I can literally find a talking point with every single person I meet. They right. can come up with a Starbucks mug. And I'm like, what Starbucks are you drinking today? I mean, even if it's that simple and basic. So you've got to learn to have touch points with everybody. Here's an example. And I used this the other day. I was talking with my boyfriend, I said, sweetheart. And I I just recently went out with a, a Instagram follower of mine. And we went on, like, we went and got drinks to this really cool bar. And funny enough, she didn't even take off her purse the whole time. And it was like making me uncomfortable. Like, take off the damn purse, girl. Like, why are you still wearing it? Yeah. like She did this on a date. If I was a guy, I'd be like, mm, I'm ready to tap out too. Then if you're not, right. if you're not going to invest, she didn't order any food. I'm like, order something yeah. like it was really unattractive. Like it's seven o'clock on a Saturday night. Right. I ordered French fries and red wine. Cause that's my, like, number, that's like my kryptonite. Yeah, She didn't order anything. And I'm like, I got this, like, go ahead and order. It was just, she, and why she didn't she? Did, she, did you ask her, why don't you just
0: put your purse down? Like, it seems like you're about to go any second. Like
1: no, no, no. I'm not giving out free advice. You can pay me right. for that. <laughs> okay, know, so what about watch her, Get no. her like whole persona, but she was boring. She was, I call these women flat. Right. I don't care how pretty you are, you're flat. There's nothing inevitable. No, that's
0: yeah. a good challenge. What you just said, like, can you actually have a conversation with anyone who walks in the room? If you're at Starbucks, any random person who comes in, can you actually have a small talk or banter or something witty to say that would right. make that person do a double take at you and be like, oh, you're cute. You know, like, right. That could be a great challenge for the single women out there. Like they could actually practice those skills.
1: Well, and here's four things that a, a girl could talk about with any guy. I mean, if he says, oh, I just finished golfing, You got to know a little bit about golf. All you say is, oh, was it a scramble? Like these guys will do these golf tournaments with their buddies. And if you say, oh, was it a scramble? You look like you know what you're talking about. And a scramble is when you use the best ball, right? right? Or do you you
0: have a handicap? Like, oh, are you a really good golfer? That's so hot if you are, you know, (laughs) like,
1: yeah. And, And then ask them men love to like, be good at something. Let them be your hero. Ask them about liquor. Oh my gosh, whiskey. What's your favorite? Do you like, I mean, there's four kinds of whiskeys. Like I know a little bit about a lot of stuff. I I know there's, there's bourbon, there's scotch, scotch is from Scotland, whiskeys from Ireland. And then there's rye, which is made of most like 51% rye. Like I know enough about that stuff to talk and guys are like, Oh, she's cool. She can talk whiskey. Right. You know, talk about cars. My boyfriend has a 71 Mach. It is so cool. Like my boyfriend's kind of quiet, but his car is so cool. And when I bring up like, oh, my boyfriend has a 71 Mach, these guys are like, you know, talking old school cars and talk watches. I mean, men of a certain echelons love their watch. They're all about their watch. Like if you know a little bit about a watch, Then even if you throw a brand name out there, like, oh, do you have a Panerai or it'll be like, oh, Panerai are junk. You know, I like this. So yeah, you've got to have a little bit, a little bit of something that you know about that's on their side. So it feels safer for them. So what is your third point? You said effort, laugh. What's the third one? And then here's, and may this might be different for some of our people, but I really think in this day and age, I got married really young. And I always say it was like two entrepreneurs coming together and we were like, "Yay, it's going to be fabulous. We're going to make this so great. And then I was like, eh, you get divorced. Right. And he's a great guy and he's remarried and happy for him. But in this day and age, I feel like it's a merger. People nowadays are like company A and company B have to come together. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the reality has to work. And I think sometimes people want it to be so about love that they don't really sit down with the reality of these things. And so... When it comes to reality, I mean, look, I'm, a lot of my followers are post-divorce round two. I always say it's a new book. It's the Mm -hmm. sequel. It's not even a new chapter. It's like sequel. And I, I've dated guys that are long distance. Does that reality work? I would rather, believe this or not, date a guy in another state than date a guy two hours away in Calabasas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I live in the Orange County area to drive two hours in traffic to Calabasas. No, thank you. But to fly two hours to Texas, I'm okay with. Because for me, that reality is easier because it's more scheduled. You know, Do you like their kids? Do you want kids? Gosh, everybody, nobody wants kids anymore. I'm telling you kids are the best. But like, you've got to sit down and work reality together. Like she loves to spend, she's living in debt. Are you okay with that? Like, you know, that's, that's a lot of structure that you need to hash out before you get to the next part. Um, and then the last thing I always say is chemistry chemistry. I can have chemistry, May, And like, I I was dating for 10 years before I got into this relationship. I could have chemistry with that 20 year old. I mean, I will tell you there was a boy at the gym. He was young, but I was like, Ooh, there's something about you. And it was just that chemistry, right? Does that mean he's going to be a good man for me? No. Chemistry is again, it's all about me. He was hot. He was cute. He flirted. He made me feel good. It was all about me. So chemistry is the last thing I put on ladies list because I find that even when women every time they're with a guy and they're like, okay, the chemistry is so great. I just, I just, but he treats me so bad. I'm like, yeah. it's the craziest thing. These women will stay in toxic relationships because the chemistry or the sex is so great. That's a heartbreak. Yeah. You know? Well, going back to when you said
0: you would rather date a guy that you hop on a plane for two hours versus a Calabasas guy you drive two hours to get to. Is that an advice you can give women like open up your geographical yes area. right like there's so many people that only want to date in their backyard like i only want to date a guy that's within 20 miles or 50 miles orange county or whatever like yeah what are some of the advantages of dating someone who's far that's ahead.
1: a great question you know a lot of these women are all about like I've got my life and you have to come into my world now. Rather than right. like you know what? I guess again I'm old school like go support your man. Yeah. Let your man be the wage winner, take a little break from your boss babe life, go get married finally before it's too late for you yeah. and go live with live with him. Nothing is forever you guys like, except for hopefully marriage. But you don't have to live somewhere forever. Like even I'm learning this. Yeah. But um so I think the advantages of Sorry, I always let it, me shut the door. My dog's going nuts. Oh, well, I'll keep talking while you shut the door. Okay. But I okay. think some of the advantages of dating long distance is the idea that, you know, some of you have a pond and in your pond is carp and you've dated the pond. You're not happy about the people in your area, the mentality in your area. And you feel like you want a king salmon. OK, well, king salmons are in Alaska. You got to go get it. So you've got to be more open to dating bigger and wider because, and I'll tell you what, especially ladies and guys will attest to this. If he likes you enough, he'll make it happen. He will find you, he will come get you, he will go to you. But again, it has to be two way ultimately ladies. Like he should be pursuing you, but at some point about three months in, you've gotta be doing both of you or putting the efforts back into each other. So I loved it. I I was a single mom and I didn't wanna date in my neighborhood. I didn't want people see me dating. I did not wanna be a talk of the towner. I'm cautious about don't shit where you eat. For some of us, we're in a stage of life. Like, I don't date your I did date my kids' teacher once. We're still great friends, though. But I dated I dated him before any of my kids had him. All three of my kids had him. And it's funny because the first day of school, he knows all of their names, and the kids are like, Oh my God, this <laughs> is you know, and he takes pictures for me. Like he's the teacher taking a picture of my kids in class. He's <laughs> a high school teacher. But but I didn't I don't want that I I didn't want to date anybody in my gym in my work like there's enough single people out there to be very mindful because there's so much drama who wants drama, um but I love it I I think I've dated a lot of Texans I think Texas men are phenomenal I think they're great guys There's a different I love Midwestern guys There is a different mindset of values and uh, beliefs on how to treat a woman and I love it right um I've dated. You know, recently, you love this story. Uh, I run into people everywhere I go. It's the craziest thing. I was, and my boyfriend knows this. So, I mean, and some of these guys I've dated. So I'd be like, oh, there's there's a friend of mine. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm driving down PCH, which is Pacific Coast Highway. It's right on the water. And I see a group of five guys. Now, May, if, if you're like me, you're like, okay, th- this is my target market right here. These are my clients. Five gentlemen in their 50s, you know, walking along PCH in Huntington Beach. And, you know, I can tell they were dressed well, whatever. I have all my windows down. I love my music loud. I have no makeup on. I just got a facial done. So you know how you, after a facial, you don't look pretty. You look like red and yeah. I, no eyebrows on. I look out the window. I'm checking these guys out. I'm like, okay, who are these guys? And I look at one and I'm like, oh my gosh, I dated you. So I frantically wave. I roll the car around. I roll up to him. And he was, um, I had met him at a jacuzzi in Vegas. And a girlfriend who I was with was like, you should take her on a date. So if you're a girl, a good wing girl, that's what you do. You're like, this girl's single. She needs to go on a date. You should take her. So he and I actually went to Bass Pro Shop because he needed to go shopping. And then we went to dinner that night. We dated for three months. And I could just tell he was never really ready. Like he never made a little bit more effort. And he he lived in the middle of California, which is like, nobody wants to live in the middle of California. Like think Barstow. Like think um, like Bakersfield, yeah, like yeah. I'm surely not moving to Bakersfield, but he was a, a pilot. He was an f eighteen fighter pilot. He was a blue angel. Super cool. Good guy. Never been married. Is that a red flag? We should circle <laughs> yes. back to that one. You're right. <laughs> so I see him. I roll up to him and I'm like, how are you, Dave? Like, what is going on? You know, and and um, so he and I were longer distance. we kind of meet in the middle. We'd go surfing, we'd go golfing. and, um, He's like, oh, right after you, I got married. I'm like, yeah, no surprise. Wow. (laughs) You know, he's married, living in Austin, Texas now. And so how crazy is it that I exact same time run into him and catch up. But I, I knew while I was kind of dating him, he wasn't really ready. And how ironic. And sometimes you're that girl who you you got, that's why you got to jump ship fast. If he is really not ready, ladies do not keep wasting your time. Well, what's a good time to wait before you jump ship? So I'm a believer in every three months. Okay. I like that. So three dates, three weeks, three months, you <laughs> should be assessing and deciding assessing and deciding. And because it, you got to honor other people's time and honor yours the most, but you can't ever get your time back. And how many women in their thirties, and this happened to our matchmaker friend dated a guy for four years. He just really wasn't moving on the ring thing. And I'm okay with ladies giving an ultimatum, Yeah, put a ring on it or I'm done. Like, and I hate the idea of it, but sometimes guys just aren't thinking they're over here and especially these 30, 40 year olds are over here thinking work, make money, work, make money. Where sometimes they're just not over here thinking, oh my God, he's like, well, I've got her. I don't need to buckle it down. Well, a lot of times the guys, don't they
0: just, they don't want to get in a relationship or propose until they feel like they're financially stable or they have a house or they have, you Finances are really good now. Like, that's kind of how it happened with my husband and I. Like, we were dating for a long time, actually. We knew we would stay together. Of course, we dated long distance, New Orleans and Los Angeles, and distance wasn't really an issue for me. Um, But yeah, it took him a while to propose, and he didn't do it until he felt like he was financially Mm -hmm. stable, because I don't want to. Have a guy and put our ring on a credit card. Like to me, that wasn't that wasn't my plan. Ooh. So right. So anyway, okay. Well, how
1: long did it take them?
0: Oh, we dated for uh 10 years and then we got engaged and we've been married now for over five years. But okay. I was totally a late bloomer. I did not want to have kids, so that wasn't really my thing. Like, oh, I need to get You know, I need to get married and have kids, but, but if I did want kids, I would have been like, okay, 33 and under, I feel like that's when you need to focus on thinking about who you want to be with and have kids and not be so picky. Like, did I date guys that were five, six? Yes, I did. I am five, six. I dated a guy who's five, six. I mean, height really doesn't matter. A height is not going to make a guy a better father. a better boyfriend a better husband like if i can just i can literally get a hundred percent of the women married if they would go out with every single guy that i tell them to go out with
1: yeah it's just too bad they don't we have an insight but see i have a a client who's a guy and he's my one date wonder he will not give any women a second chance and they're beautiful women i find i mean they're newport beach beautiful women christians conservatives crazy thing is he finally goes out with one she's like he's too old and there was no chemistry because that's his thing he always says there's no chemistry katie i said well women need some time to warm up which i wish they'd be a little bit more fun kiss a guy on a first date they don't have cooties i have another client she kisses every guy her goal she's 42 trying to get married goal with her 30 dates as fast as we can Yeah, You got to get, it's a numbers game at this point, girl. You need a laser focus and date. She's like, I should have done this years ago. I'm like, yeah, you should have. But she's like, I kiss every guy I go out with. I'm like, good for you. Like, it's not killing you. But so my client, he's, you know, he's an older gentleman. He's 67, looks great. He goes out with this beautiful woman. And she's like, no chemistry. I don't want a second date. It was the one girl he wanted a second date with. So the story got reversed. He said all these other women had no chemistry. He didn't want a second date. Now she says he had no chemistry. I don't want a second date. And when I told him that, he's like, what? Really? But she, but Katie, like we had such a good time. I go that's because she can have a good time with anybody. She's the common denominator, not you. She's just a very great person. You're not special, Dr. Mike. Like (laughs) it's kind of what I had to say to him like, She was just nice. she would be as nice to me on a date as she was to you, but you had no, you didn't bring the, you didn't bring it. You didn't bring it on the date. And I've told you this, you know, so you, don't you feel like the whole
0: point of going on a date is if you're a good dater and you can pretty much be an enjoyable date, great company, fun, like your whole purpose, I feel like is to get asked out again, because yeah, That's your goal. And if that's how you are a good person and you show kindness, generosity, you're fun, you're doing all those things right on a date and you get a second date, then you're going to find your person very, very soon because you're a good person and you just know how to date and make that person feel good. And if he had that same goal in mind, like, okay, what should I do to make sure she wants to go out with me again? But Maybe he was a little uh, lax because he felt like, oh, another woman that's going to want to go out with me again. And I probably don't want to. Like, do you think maybe he was like preconceived notions? Like, oh, it's just going to be another person. So I don't need to try
1: as hard. No, I think it's because he's flat. Oh. So I think when women go out with him, they like him because he's 67, very good looking and has money. So what, what woman is not going to like that, right? Especially in this older age market. But they all want to go out with him again, though, even though right? he's flat that's okay because there's it, that market is tiny mm. for good looking men that are older that will date 50 50 year old women so 30 year old women and 50 year old women are in some predicaments right now like being a 50 year old woman is a hard dating market yeah that's yeah. another hard dating market so he's he's a little flat but he's stable and consistent so what so advice was- did you
0: give him to if he gets a uh, gets another date with a woman like that he would get a second date. Like I said,
1: I, I mean, I was like, you, you got to bring a better game. You yeah. just have to, you know, and he's not a great communicator, not quick to ask for a second date. So, I mean, you can lead a horse to water, you right. know, but you can't make him drink it. So, I mean, for him, that was kind of a big thing. And I think you're right. I think the biggest goal, first off, the biggest goal with you, you're giving people dates. A lot of people are on apps. Mm-hmm. They're just chatting away and wasting time. Like the biggest goal is to get a date right chatting for too long by five days. If you don't have a date with someone, boom, move on, you know, like, and be very directed women. It is your job to be like, Hey, I'm free on Friday, Saturday, and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Make, you know, make it happen or, or, or like, or I'm going to go eat some tacos by myself, like make it cute, but make it direct. Right. So get a date and then yeah, be the best first date he's ever had Mm -hmm. I mean, guys. I used to always Katie, you're the best first date I ever had. I'm like, yeah. One, because I like people, right? you know, and I'm not jaded. Everyone's coming in all jaded, but also because I'm fun. I'm the common denominator. Like even if a guy was boring, I'm still fun. Be a fun person. Enjoy people. Enjoy food. Like I love food. I was in the food industry for 20 years. Like I love food. I love cool places. And even if a guy would like, let's say again, being directive, a guy would say, I want to go eat at this restaurant. And I was like, no, I don't do chain restaurants. I want to eat here. Right. And they'd always do it. Right. And they love that I had a voice and I was directive and I was cool about it. And I appreciated his, I said, I love your, I love you picking a place, but do you mind if you try this place? Right. Cause I want to be somewhere where I'm comfortable and enjoying myself. So when these women go on dates and they're like, oh, he picked a terrible place. I'm like, well, did you say anything? <laughs> yeah. Right. Then say, I don't really want to go there. Can we try this instead? I've right. never been. you know, that's what I would say. You got, you got to be fun. Like, and these are the three things guys are looking for. They're looking for women who are fun. Yeah. Like fun. Are you fun? And it's especially in the post-divorce grouping. Right, right. Like they already divorced a naggy woman. Like they do not want that again, you know, think that. Um, And, and these and guys think, you know, when you're fun in real life, you're fun in bed. I mean, that's right. really what they think. And then number two, are you fit? Do you mm-hmm. take good care of yourself? And it's huge. I don't care what people say. Like, it is huge. The better... I, I don't care what purse do you carry. No man cares about your purse. Well, what about the
0: women? What about the women who are not fit, who come to you and they want a guy who is fit or athletic or toned? It's like, they don't look at themselves in the mirror and they don't know that they're 20 pounds overweight or that they're out of shape. Like, do you get women that are looking in the, I don't know, funny mirrors and they don't see themselves? Like, how do you handle that? Well, he
1: should- He should value me for me. He should Mm -hmm. value me for my insights. Excuse me. We're all visual people. And it's not just men, but women. Like I want to have sex with the lights on and a mirror right there. Right? Have you looked at yourself lately? I am a firm believer in being super as healthy as you possibly can. Right. And not all the time. Like, look, you heard me red wine and French fries, but because when you take care of your physical and mental health, you are showing that you respect yourself. And when you respect you, you expect people to respect you. There's like a new, and guys like that and it shows effort level. So I don't need to go make millions of dollars. Like guys don't care how much women make. They actually, so a lot of women will say, well, I make a lot of money. Guys do not care at right. all how much money I you make. They care how cute your ass is though. They care about how kind you are and yeah. how
0: sweet you are and how I feel like how you make them feel. Like, do you yeah. make them feel yeah. like a man? Do you like put them down? Are you critical? Like yeah. I don't want any of that stuff. So yeah. But yeah.
1: You know, anyway. so are women fun? Are they fit? And then are they feminine? And that's like what you were just talking about. Like, are you being his cheerleader? Right. Like, are are you able to do that for somebody else? Or are you going to be competitive with him? Right. Like a lot Thank of these you. boss bay women are just competing all the time. So Ugh.
0: I don't think men is looking for that at all. No. So they're
1: not, they're not looking for a buddy, an equal financial. They're not looking for the guy who like works with them. They're right. looking for this feminine woman who can be flirty. And, you know, say Fun.
0: some,
1: yeah, say some, my, my 42 year old, she's the venture capitalist, San Francisco. She had such a hard time learning to flirt with me. She's like, I can't say that Katie, because in work, she can't say that. And she spends so much time working that I was like, oh yeah, you can say that. Right. Oh, you can say that. And of course these guys are like, oh my gosh, I love what you just said. Or I love what you just texted. You know, these guys love it. Right. Yeah. I agree.
0: I agree. Well, I will uh, respect your time, but I wanted to properly introduce Katie Clark to you guys. Proclaimed by the LA Times as a Jane of all trades, Katie Clark blends all her talents into serving her clients. On top of being a panelist for Dr. Phil, Dating with Katie has been a matchmaker and dating coach for 10 years with Sync. She is a badass single mom, world traveler, Style aficionado and fit foodie who believes you should be confident, successful, and have fun dating. In this new era of dating, apps, swipes, and texting, so much has changed. You know what still works best? Old school standards with new school style. Are you ready to meet? Read- <laughs> cool quality and other ready singles then you can find katie on instagram listen to her podcast watch her youtube channel get in touch with her today at datingwithkatie.com that's (laughs) k-a-t-y.com and thank you so much katie for your fun very very informative four steps effort laugh merge and chemistry so Yeah. yeah yeah there's reality Anything else you
1: want to add no but i have questions for you so we're gonna have to do this again okay, and you okay know what? Yeah. listen to the matchmakers we do this for a living give a good guy a chance give a good guy a chance I know
0: they should know make it a so national holiday people.
1: like yeah. you know how they have days you know 365 days <laughs> yeah like national good guy day let's all celebrate these good guys around us right, and right. you your clients are those good guys so yeah
0: Okay. All right, Katie. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, everybody everybody. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks you
1: guys. Bye.